Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This morning, the election gap narrows. New polling shows support for Labor has fallen and the coalition is gaining ground. Brisbane Street sent into lockdown over the discovery of a suspicious device. A new theory from police as the search for a missing grandfather grows more desperate. Royal surprise, the Queen pays a visit to a London train station. And Dustin Martin gets his coach's blessing to leave Victoria. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. There's been a last-minute surge in support for the coalition, with a new poll showing the election race tightening just days before Australians cast their votes. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. The primary vote margin has narrowed. It has, Jody. Good morning. The race for the top job narrowing ever so slightly as Australians prepare to head to the polls. According to this latest poll, the uh, primary vote before preferences, Labor, it has fallen slightly, but they do hold a slim lead after preferences, 51% to the coalition's 49%. That giving Scott Morrison a boost in the final days of this election campaign. Today, the Prime Minister is in Geelong, campaigning in the margin seat of Karangamite. But with wages data set to be released later this morning, it will put the cost of living back at the centre of this campaign. Anthony Albanese, he's in Canberra today, set to address the National Press Club, no doubt wanting to put his plan to hike wages back at the forefront of his message, just days out from when voters set to head to the polls. Jody, Taylor, thank you. And Seven News will keep you informed every step of the way as Australia decides. Our election day coverage begins on Saturday from 4pm right here on 7. Specialist police have detonated a suspicious device inside a Brisbane home after an operation which locked down streets in two suburbs. Officers were called to Woolawan in the city's north just after 1pm and found the device inside a plastic tub. An exclusive zone was declared and residents were told to stay indoors. A 42-year-old local man was arrested and is now undergoing a mental health assessment. A gunman has been charged after allegedly opening fire on a Gold Coast street. Witnesses reported hearing an altercation between two men and then gunshots rang out before the suspect fled the scene. Just kept running at each other. One just bolted one way, one bolted the other way. It sparked an hour-long search through the city centre and a 38-year-old man was taken into custody. Police believe a grandfather who went missing in Victoria's high country may have lost his way and fallen in the treacherous terrain. The 70-year-old's daughter and two sons have joined the search. If you fall over, you lose your track and you actually disappear off the track a little bit. You've only got to go a short distance and you're in scrub and then, then you're lost. 
and that's that's what we think's probably happened. Christo has been missing since Friday and temperatures are dropping as snow begins to fall in the region. Exhausted frontline workers say Queensland's health system is the worst they've ever seen it as a shortage of GPs and nurses puts pressure on the state's hospitals. 170 patients have reportedly been left waiting for ambulances in recent days. On Sunday last week, paramedics spent 350 hours ramped waiting to transfer patients instead of the typical 150 to 200 hours. Mark McGowan says firefighters could be called in to help WA's embattled ambulance service. It comes after an 80-year-old grandmother died waiting two and a half hours for help. Almost half of the St John's workforce were off due to COVID protocols at the time. South Australians who break COVID rules could face tough penalties as the state government seeks to push through new laws. The Premier has secured support for a bill which includes a $75,000 fine and possible jail time for COVID patients who breach quarantine. The state opposition has sought to have the penalties dumped. New revelations have emerged in the high-profile murder trial of former teacher Chris Dawson. Lynette Dawson's sister tearfully recalled Lynette telling her that he had abandoned the family, leaving behind a handwritten note. Mr Dawson denies murdering his wife, saying she left him. The Supreme Court has also released a, released a trove of letters, diaries and family photo albums showing the couple's happier days. A New South Wales man is in custody in Western Australia after the discovery of a camper van full of cocaine. Police believe the 320 blocks worth almost $130 million were intended for the East Coast. They came in on a and bulk carrier. For those carrier. syndicates onshore and offshore, we're coming for you. We will not stop and we'll be relentless. The 49-year-old and his co-accused are facing serious drug importation charges. Three conmen have been sent to jail for fleecing elderly Victorian residents of more than $400,000. The UK and Irish citizens convinced the victims their roofs were in urgent need of repair before taking their money and running. In the worst instance, a 76-year-old man handed over $102,000. All three men are facing at least four years behind bars. Supermarkets have them and so do insurance companies. Now banks are getting on the loyalty points bandwagon. The Commonwealth has launched a new housing loan called Unloan, offering no frills, no fees and an interest rate that goes down every year. As flybys is to grocery shopping, so the Commonwealth Bank hopes its new unloan product will be to homeowners. One of the things that we hear from customers is, you know, I've banked with you for a long time. How are you recognising the fact that I've banked with you for a long time? Unloan offers an initial 2.14% variable rate with a 0.01% loyalty discount each year, taking it, theoretically, to 1.85% in 30 years. Applications take just 10 minutes to fill in and there are no fees. But there's competition. Two other lenders already offer loyalty savings and six banks can do better than 2.14%. The Commonwealth hopes to soon offer unconditional approvals within 10 minutes too. 
but the product's only for refinances, with loans under $3 million and applying direct. We've still got the bulk of people going to mortgage brokers because home loans are so complex. ANZ operates low-cost digital lender 1-2 Home Loans. Westpac has plans to offer mortgages as part of its partnership with Afterpay, while today NABRI launched its online lending business, Ubank. And the competition is only set to intensify. It's a space that will continue to grow and innovate and, and drive prices down. It's traditional competitors, but also the, that competitor set is broadening. Uh, and I think overall that's great news for customers. Gemma Acton, 7 News. A Melbourne teenager has become the youngest Australian to reach the summit of Mount Everest. At just 19, she's conquered the world's tallest mountain and she's not stopping there. A dream five years in the making. This is the moment Gabby Canazay finally reached the top. It was the most amazing feeling. Just to know that you're literally on top of the world. There's nobody higher than you. It took Gabby six nights to trek from base camp at just over 5,000 metres, 20 kilometres up the treacherous mountain to reach the summit, almost 9,000 metres high. She tackled the journey in extreme conditions alongside mum Jane, whose eyes began to deteriorate on the way down. Blurry vision, apparently, um, for a good deal of her uh, descent. At 19 years old, Gabby is the youngest Australian to reach the top, with just a few months between her and Alyssa Razar, who made it in 2018. Just days after the feat, the determined 19-year-old is already setting herself a new goal to one day conquer the 14 highest mountains in the world. If someone was to say, you know, let's go do another 8,000 metre, I feel ready. Rochelle Brown, 7 News. A popular weight loss supplement has been cancelled by the Therapeutic Goods Administration for allegedly misleading consumers. The TGA found Fat Blaster Max leads customers to understand it causes fat loss, even though it wasn't registered for that purpose. The company has applied for a review of the decision. Vets at Australia Zoo came to the rescue of a large carpet python after he bit off more than he could chew. The serpent named Pablo swallowed two full-length dog leads and without the delicate procedure he wouldn't have survived. So I'm sure Pablo's a lot more comfortable with these out of him now. Hollywood star Russell, Russell Crowe footed the bill for Pablo's surgery and received a special thanks from zoo owner Terry Irwin. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading more than 300 points higher. The Nasdaq also up in London. The FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 113 points in the green. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also up. The All Lords finished 24 points higher and the ASX 200 up 20. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,813 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 112 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar has just edged back above 70 US cents nearing 91 Japanese yen and $1.10 New Zealand. Lawyers for Johnny Depp have begun their cross-examination of Amber Heard at the Pirates of the Caribbean star's defamation trial. Depp's team questioned Ms Heard about injuries she claimed were inflicted by Depp. There aren't any medical records reflecting that you sought medical treatment for any of these injuries, are there? I did not seek uh, medical treatment after Australia, no. Not for the rape? No, I did not want to tell anyone. 
She was questioned about photos taken after the alleged assaults, saying they showed no apparent bruising or swelling. US President Joe Biden has visited a makeshift memorial for the victims of a shooting massacre in Buffalo. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. He gave an emotional address after meeting with victims' families. Good morning, Jody. That's right. The president used his address to condemn address to condemn what he says was white supremacy and a poison. This was in part uh, a eulogy for these ten victims and condemnation of what he described as domestic terrorism. Jill and I bring you this message from deep in our nation's soul. In America, evil will not win. I promise you. Hate will not prevail, and white supremacy will not have the last word. Now, the 18-year-old gunman responsible for this shooting in Buffalo described himself as a white nationalist. In a document posted online, he drove over 300 kilometres seeking out a predominantly black community. The president says he is part of a hateful minority. His visit coming as these families prepare to hold the first funeral for these victims over the weekend. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in the US, thank you. The Queen has made a surprise appearance at a ceremony in London. Her Majesty was with her youngest son, Prince Edward, to open a new tube line named Elizabeth in her honour. Using a walking stick, she smiled as she met staff who will run the railway. The 96-year-old monarch even tried her hand at tapping on her Oyster card, asking a staff member, where might I go? Meantime, Prince Charles and Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, have arrived in Canada for a three-day jubilee tour. The couple was met by a guard of honour and various dignitaries, including Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. The royals took time to shake hands and to chat with people in the crowd. Just days after their victory at the Eurovision Song Contest, Ukrainian band Kalush Orchestra has announced plans to auction their winning trophy. At their first media conference since returning home, the band says they were happy their win had helped to lift the spirits of the Ukrainian people. The money raised from the trophy's sale will be donated to a charity to support Ukraine's war effort. To sport now, and Richmond coach Damien Hardwick says Dustin Martin has his blessing to leave the club if he wants to escape Melbourne's football bubble. Martin missed six weeks of the season to deal with the death of his father, and there are suggestions he's eyeing a move up to Sydney. James Hurd will take on an expanded assistant coach role at GWS following Leon Cameron's departure. It's his first official coaching role since leaving Essendon seven years ago. New South Wales have more injury troubles ahead of State of Origin. Victor Radley likely to miss the first two games. The Roosters' lock will have surgery after injuring his ankle against the Eels. He'll miss up to eight weeks. In better news for the Blues, Rabbitohs skipper Cam Murray says he'll be right for the Origin series opener in three weeks after shoulder surgery. Brent Naden could face former club the Bulldogs on Friday after making a sudden move to West Tigers following coach Trent Barrett's departure. After winning last year's Wooden Spoon, Melbourne Victory are on the verge of a remarkable turnaround in the A-League. Back in! Oh, Jake Brimmer! The goal has come from Victory's informed man! Victory will take a 1-0 lead into the second leg of their semi-final against Victorian rivals Western United, with a place in the grand final up for grabs. 
It's make or break for swimming star Mac Horton at the upcoming national swimming trials in Adelaide. The Olympic champion is desperate to reclaim an individual spot on the Australian team after being relegated to the relay team in Tokyo. I mean, I wouldn't still be swimming, I don't think, if I didn't believe I could you know, still be going faster than I've been. He's still got that willingness to want to succeed. He just doesn't want to limp over the line. The national titles begin today. For the first time since their inaugural year in 2017, the Sunshine Coast Lightning won't be in the Super Netball Finals after a thrilling one-point loss to the New South Wales Swifts. Wow, Condren gave it to the Swifts and Housby, it might be enough, it will be enough. The Melbourne Vixens went clear on top of the ladder, beating the West Coast Fever 70-64. This weekend's round will be a special one for Supercars team Erebus. They'll celebrate their 300th race at Winton in Victoria, with driver Brody Kostecki also lining up for his 50th. Oh, 50, I'm getting old, so... No, it's, um, yeah, it's great to make it to 50. Uh, race starts, so... Haven't achieved a race win yet, but maybe next weekend might be my lucky weekend. Race one is on Saturday. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a pair of troughs over WA and Western South Australia should bring rain and showers with heavy falls possible. A trough should bring gusty showers to Tasmania and Victoria. Onshore winds will generate showers over Queensland, mostly dry elsewhere with a high. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 26 degrees. Sunny and 20 in Sydney, partly cloudy, heading for 14 degrees in Canberra. A shower or two in Melbourne with a top of 15. A shower or two in Hobart as well, a top of 12 degrees. Adelaide, a possible morning shower, heading for 18. Perth, showers with a storm likely, 22 degrees. And sunny in Darwin, heading for 34 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 18th of May, 2022.